Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Part of the Entertainment One Podcast Network and sponsored by Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton, Planet of Sound in Toronto and Ottawa, and the Humber College School of Creative and Performing Arts. This is the 386th episode of Creative Control with Vish Khanna, featuring a panel discussion about podcasting, recorded live on Friday, March 23rd at the Transac, as part of the 2018 Long Winter Festival in Toronto, Ontario. Good evening. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. It's nice to see you all. And uh, our theme tonight uh, is uh, podcasting. We're talking about podcasts. Does anyone in the crowd like podcasts? Wow. That's great. Because over the last five or six decades, podcasts have really exploded as a platform. I think we can all agree. Uh, It's all people talk about. But a lot of people, you know, you've been with your parents or, or other people and, you know, other people. And you, they say, you know, you tell them you listen to a podcast, and they say, well, what is a podcast? Why is a podcast? How is a podcast? When is a podcast? These kinds of things. Who is a podcast? Have you heard these questions? Anyone? Yeah, yeah of course you have. Of course you have. You're a genuine audience that uh, cheers when uh, you feel like you should cheer. That's good. That's the way you are. So on tonight's show, we have uh, an excellent panel of podcast hosts and producers, and we're going to meet them all right now. Would you like to meet our panel, everyone? That's excellent. And so I'm going to ask each of the uh, people on this stage to introduce themselves by name, uh, talk a little bit about what brought them to podcasting, perhaps, and to talk about uh, the shows they're representing tonight. And why don't we begin at the end of the uh, panel here? Hi, I'm Katie Jensen. I came to podcasting in 2009 when I was a host of a college community radio show in Hamilton. And I kept doing it after university. And to do that, living in Toronto, I had to learn how to syndicate my own show. So started learning in GarageBand and then eventually moved over to Adobe Audition. And then when I was kind of working a downtown Bay Street job, decided I really wanted a creative career and uh, went back to school for a postgrad and then started working at Canada Land, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard if you're into Canadian podcasting, worked there for two years. And then as of January last year, I started going freelance. And now I've produced in the last year, I've produced for The Secret Life of Canada for St. Joseph Media. I've produced for Vice. I've produced for Metro News. I, I make this show called Safe Space, which is really fun. It's a pop culture and politics podcast that I do every week and um, a bunch of others, one that's coming out through the Atkinson Foundation. I think at any given time, I'm working on five different shows for oh. various competing media companies, which is kind of fun. <laughs> I love taking calls from one media company when I'm working in the hallways of another, just to kind of, you know... Should you be saying that on this podcast? 
people, Why not? <laughs> a small number of people will hear what we're talking about Good. right here. Let let them let them. <laughs> yeah. So do you prefer the freelance? To, like, so you were saying that you were primarily working at Candleland. Was that your primary? Sh- gig for a while? Yes, I did do a little bit of work with students who are deaf and hard of hearing at George Brown, which I still do, Uh, but that was my, I I wouldn't say 9 to 5, I would say that was like my 10 to 11, like 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. Right, it was a long, yeah, long hour. So Canada Land, as I recall, uh, exploded. Yeah, it did. It got very successful, Mm -hmm. and uh, were you there when it was sort of you know, I was the first. I was the first employee, so okay. I wasn't there when Jesse started on his own, but I came about maybe four months after he started making the show. Okay, yeah. And do you have a uh, any sense of why it took off, so to speak? Was it any particular reason? I think there's always going to be a huge need for media criticism that's clear-eyed and doesn't have any allegiances to particular advertisers or particular um, media interests. Right. Uh, so that's why I think it really became of interest and I've heard it compared to you know Canada's version of Gawker and Gawker was huge when it was around and I know it's still around but it's kind of taking a different form so really served a niche and I think that's why it really exploded when it did right and now uh, not to dwell too much on Canada land but it, it's a pretty big network here now yeah definitely yeah. is it the biggest Canadian podcast network uh, well, I would say it's probably the biggest independent podcast yeah. network. Right. The numbers don't compare anywhere near to CBC Podcasting, right. but they're still very, very good. Okay. Yeah. And and today, I know you mentioned five shows that you're working on. Yes. And some of them uh, contradict one another, and some of them might be one of them might be mad at you for the anyway. They do. Yeah, they do get jealous. Do they get jealous? Yeah. Are, is there, are you representing anyone in particular here today? Oh, probably. I guess the Secret Life of Canada is what I'm representing, which is. The podcast that I helped co-create with Leah and Phelan. Has anyone listened to The Secret Life of Canada? Yeah. Yeah, so I, Leah and Phelan came to one of my Pay What You Can workshops for artists and people of color and racialized people, um, low income. I did a series of these last summer, and the very first one they showed up to, and they had this amazing idea. So I kind of approached them after and was like, we need to find a home for this, and then I had been approached by a media company to make a podcast for them that was all about Canada 150 and history, and I thought this was a great fit. And since then, we've, you know, I think we're at over a quarter of a million downloads now. And yeah, after six episodes, we hit that, and we've been we've been number two in Canada for all of September last year. We've charted since then, and uh, we were named Best of 2017 by CBC Arts and the Globe and Mail. And as of next month, we'll be on podcast playlists three times. So that's pretty good for an independent. Great. Congratulations. Yeah. That's Thank awesome. You. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, we'll hear more, but again, how about a round of applause for Katie? Katie Thanks, Jennifer. guys. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. All right, we move down from Katie. Uh, you, sir, please introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm James Hartnett, and I do the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess with my friend Mike Balazzo over here. Now, you and, say friend. Yeah. Can you clarify the relationship a little bit? Uh, on, yeah, on the podcast, we're kind of in character, and we hate each other, mm-hmm. viscerally. Right, and, and you have roles. That's right. That yeah, you, we, yeah. You're the... I'm the, uh, the landlord of a really decrepit building that I inherited, and I do not take care of. And Mike is sort of a hard-done-by tenant in the building... And we, the, the sort of question of the podcast is, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? And so far, the answer is no. Um, and each week, we're both uh, in the comedy world. We both like are comedians. So each week, we bring on a different comedian who plays a character on the, uh, in, in the building in some way. They live in the building or they have something to do with it, including, I might say, the bartender, Tom Henry, over there, is a stand-up, a very funny stand-up comedian. Oh. And was on episode maybe 10. And, Check and, it out. And who, who did Tom play? A hitman who lives in the building. A, hit, a hitman. Yeah. Just a hitman. I think it was episode. a hitman to the stars. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. ask him about it. It was one of our biggest, uh, biggest episodes. Yeah. Way to go, yeah, well, Tom. a big following for hitmen. I think. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I'm not. I was just <laughs> saying there is. Anyway, 
And, and you, sir, who are you? Uh, my name is Michael Balazzo, and I am, yeah, the co-host uh, and co-creator of the Landlord and Tenant pod mess. Uh, how many of you here tonight are big, huge fans <laughs> of this comedy podcast? <laughs> All right. Great. All right. Uh, yeah, and we've been doing it for just just over a year. We celebrated our year anniversary in uh, at the end of February, I think. End of February. So what, um, beyond the fact that you're, you come from uh, what you call the comedy world, uh, <laughs> why did you want to start a podcast together uh, in this day and age? Um, I think we both worked on a handful of CBC radio comedy shows as, you, as writers or occasionally guests a few times. No, just writers. Just writers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was a guest once on day six. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, we, I guess, listened to a lot of comedy... No, comedy. Well, they used to do uh, humorous editorials, <laughs> <clears throat> and I occasionally would uh, write and perform a humorous editorial that, uh, and they were oh, just not very popular when I did them. So but, did you um, interact with the host as Brent? Bamber? No, they were kind of hermetically sealed off from the rest of ah. the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't think they're available online anymore. Um, but they um, took them away from the internet. They I were so they, bad. That they just <laughs> deleted my editorials from complete episodes. I think. Wow, um, that's were they really that bad? I think you, they. Well, I, maybe I'm just. Oh yeah, uh, maybe you're just you being know. hard on yourself. I, Who yeah. knows? Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah. So you, you 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 don't you do like each other in real life? We. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we are holding hands on stage right now for anyone <laughs> listening at home. We can see that you're not doing that. But um, <laughs> anyway, so. So you st- what, where did the idea for the podcast come from? Because the comedy <coughs> podcast world, uh, very full. Lots of different mm-hmm. options. If you're, It feels like, I think, and maybe I'm wrong about this, and someone here can correct me, but I feel like com- comedy fans were really the first to really push podcasting out there. It felt mm. like uh, initially, and then... That is correct. That is true, right? Thank you. Okay, well, we'll get to you in a moment. But yeah, she backed me up, so that's great. It really did seem like a, a really like an important uh, outlet for comedians. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, is that fair? You guys come from what you call the comedy world. Is that fair? <laughs> I think so. I know because I guess there's. I know we didn't want to do something that was ourselves talking about comedy, and instead wanted to do something that was more performative. Right. In, you know, in character and... Um, Which isn't as popular as people just talking about their careers, apparently, from what we've well, learned. The star <laughs> power and the celebrity and whatnot. Right. You have guest stars. I mean, who's the biggest... I know you talk a lot about uh, ben, ben Mulrooney. Yeah. James's character is a big friend of Ben Mulrooney's. We go to Raptors show. games and clubs together yeah. in the show. He doesn't sound like a very uh, honorable fellow in your depiction of, yeah. of him. Yeah. In the show, yeah, his in this fictional universe, he's kind of a right. bit of a tool, like a, a like boy. me in the show, too. Right, exactly, right. So there's, there's a reason you two would get along. But are you yeah. chasing after those big gets, so to speak, to be a... Not Ben Mulrooney particularly, <laughs> but um, we like to... Yeah, we had we, Chip Zdarsky. Chip Zdarsky, the comic book legend. Yeah. Right. Um, um, we had, yeah. Thank you. CBC Radio 2 morning host Raina Doris. Uh, was a guest. She was very, very and funny. The, and some really, you know. Oh, Ennis Esmer, actor on uh, the Listener. The Listener, but also Red Oaks and uh, Blind Spot on NBC. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you you do get some bigger guests, and does that help the show? Uh, those episodes get a lot more downloads for sure. Yeah, than, they do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, so that's good. I mean, I'm happy you're here, uh, and we'll get we'll get to more of you. Later, I want to move on to other people. How about a hand Fair for, enough. for James and Michael from the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess? Thank you. Okay, we move down the line. Uh, you were backing me up uh, moments ago, which I appreciate. It's, I knew that's what you would do joining me on stage. Please introduce yourself to these, these people. My name's Michelle Parisi. I'm the creator of a podcast called Alone, A Love Story on CBC Original Podcasts. And I'm really new to podcasting, but not new to radio. I've worked at CBC Radio for 22 years. And, uh, yeah. That's so great. We, so you and I would have met in the hallways of the CBC at some point, I would think. Yeah, when I worked for CBC Music. That's right. Yeah, that's years. right. So I uh, am curious. You say that uh, you were in radio for 22 years. Were you at a point where everyone was talking about podcasts? And you're like, what is this podcasting crap? What are they talking about? No, it, uh, actually... What happened was, in my spare time, I wrote a book, and then it was going to be published, and then I decided not to publish it, and then I was just sitting on this like giant body of work that I'd written, uh, which is a memoir, 
and then I was at a party with a lot of CBC people and we were all drunk and somebody, <laughs> people kept going like, what's happening with your book? What's happening with your book? And I was like, I don't know. And then this um, young woman, Veronica Simmons said, why don't you stop calling it a book and just start thinking of it as a story? Right. And I was like, yes, shut up everybody. I just want to talk to this person. <laughs> and uh, we had this idea that we would just turn my story into uh, an audio memoir and that's basically we just um, created these little uh, vignettes because I write in a short story style yeah, it's yeah. true stories but I write as a short story and then there was a Wired article that the people from Serial and um, S-Town were quoted in saying like oh the next thing we'd love to do is you know a first person narrative over several things and that's our dream thing and I was like I already did it I already did that and um, so I just took that quote and I put it in an email to the head of um, CBC Podcast, and I said, not if CBC does it first. And then I attached these like eight little vignettes that I had made in my spare time. Right. And they were like, yes, please. Right. And so, yeah, the first season uh, was released in September, just September 2017. And we're at 2 million downloads already, which is great. It was 1 million in the first like month and a bit, which is crazy. We batch released. Um, so that means all 10 episodes were at the same time, mm -hmm. which CBC had never done before because it's like sort of bingey, I guess. It's a binge listening experience. It's binge yeah. listening, right. and a lot of people listen to it all at once, which is crazy. It's like three and a half hours long. And um, they're 20 minutes each about kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, and so now we're just finishing season two, and it's coming out April 4th. Well, congratulations, that's amazing. And it will also be batch release, like all at once. So everyone can binge it and cry. I was being a little facetious earlier about your radio background and podcasting, but I know there were some people who were like, didn't really, in radio production, who didn't, either they got into it right away, they're like, oh, this is a whole new frontier, this is just what we do. Katie, you were saying you come from radio uh, as well, I come from radio. Did you, were you at all cynical about the podcast universe as it might relate to radio? No, I think, no. I mean... Like, I've totally been at CBC forever, so it's all I know. But, yeah. um, I mean, uh, most of our shows are podcasts as well. Yeah. Um, but they're not, like, they weren't in the past made to be podcasts until the department CBC original podcasts came about. And so um, I think when you think about podcasts as a medium, it's a different idea. And then for my story, it was just podcasting seemed like a perfect... I swear all through it, it's full of sex. It's full of, like crazy stuff that you can't put on the radio so can and I swear on this panel yeah yeah you can I keep editing myself I've stopped myself from swearing do you do down. you want to swear right now just to get get a little no no I just I feel Fuck. I don't want to mess this up for you. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that out for the radio version of this show so for badly. me the podcasting was perfect for this story because it's full of sex and and swearing well okay so <laughs> the other side of what I'm saying and again Katie feel free to chime in a little bit uh, listening habits the way people listen is what you're talking about, too. So, I mean, we used to wait. We used to, like, oh, if you... If you yeah, I don't know why I quoted that band, but still. <laughs> it's in a real expression. We did. We used we to did. wait. We did. We used to wait. So you'd, your show would be on, say, Sundays at 2 p.m., and yeah. every week it, we'd have to wait for it, you know? And now it's the binge thing. Has that changed? Like, is podcasts and, and, and streaming services, Netflix, these things, have they changed our way of... Processing, Katie, you're shaking your head. I'm shaking my head because, as Michelle said, you know, they batched, they batched it out, but that was a new thing for them. And there are lots of podcasts that still do appointment listening. And whenever I'm teaching people how to do podcasting, I highly recommend releasing at the exact same time every single week oh. or biweekly because people have routines. They want that podcast on their app when they go out for their morning commute. You know, stats have shown that people listen between... 7 and 8 a.m. and 11 and 12 in, at the evening. So mm -hmm. people have baked in podcasting into their routines and appointment listing is still very much of the essence. Right. Okay. All right. So it's going well. It's Did you actually, well. I know you say it's a memoir. Do you want to say anything more about uh, the story itself as it goes? Or, I mean, you feel free to talk about the show a little bit. More. Okay. I'm a little bit more. I understand that it's personal. Yeah, it's very personal. <laughs> uh, it's a memoir. And um, yeah, it's just about, uh, it's a love story, as it says. It's about love and loss and um, like 
life after a giant bomb hit me, which was um, my husband having an affair. Um, and so that could just be like, whatever. So what? Get over it, lady. Like, people have affairs all the time. But I think I don't if think you listen says to that. it. No one says that. <laughs> I've never heard so. anyone say that. Nope. Get over it, lady. Get over it. People have affairs all the time. <laughs> they no one do. says that. <laughs> I well, guess they do, yeah. But uh, it's more, it's, and so it's just about, you know, what it is to be alone, what is loneliness, what it is to be, I was 37 at the time, um, and like single for the first time in my life, so it's a lot of like, like I was never single before, I had never dated, and then all of a sudden it was uh, apps and texting, and I sound like a hundred years old. No, no. And there's texting now. Um, <laughs> so it's that story. And this season in particular coming up, the second season, it, like, it's basically my way of dealing with the grief and shock of like my life just exploding was to you know uh, become an alcoholic basically for about a year and uh, sleep with everybody in the city of Toronto. <laughs> And well, that was just a time, a period of time, and I'm not ashamed to say it because it's like it's not like ongoing or I whatever. I didn't, I didn't know that that was happening. I mean, I, I guess I <laughs> should have checked in. I'm so, sorry. Th- I mean, that might be why there's two million listeners. I yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Well, it's amazing. But okay. it's more than that. No, anyway, no, absolutely, and so. and we'll talk more about it uh, in a, in a bit. How about a hand for Michelle? Therese, thank you for being here. I'm gonna have wine now. Yeah, have a drink. You deserve it. Okay, and we're last but not least, sir, please introduce yourself. My name is Tyler. I'm the host of the Minds of Madness podcast. Um, I'm expecting crickets, but does anybody heard of the Minds of Madness? Crickets. <laughs> crickets. Some twisted crickets out um, there into your murder <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we, we aren't fun. Uh, we do true crime. We started in January of 2017. I was going to say... We always think it's 2016 because that's when we started writing. But the you started writing it a year ahead of releasing it. December of 2016. Oh, oh, oh! I'm, so, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah, we started. Uh, first episode was released January 2017. We started off as uh, just it was just me. I wanted to be you know telling the stories. I was listening to true crime. I was absolutely fascinated. After um, making a murderer, I totally like was just. Got right into it, which I binge watched. By the way, yeah, well, I don't at think my I... in-laws in Edmonton. Yeah. I during, thought it was boring during Christmas. You found it boring? Yeah, it was nothing compared to the Jinx. Oh, oh that's yeah, true. Jinx the Jinx was, was awesome. The Jinx ending, was way better. Ending was incredible. Yeah. Okay, fine. The Jinx was a better. Yeah. Why you have that's to, right. Yeah. You're so competitive. You got the five shows yeah, competing against each other. Now you're like the Jinx and making a murder. What's wrong? Everyone can have everything. It's fine, Katie. I, I'm an alpha. What can I say? It's true. It's true. Sorry, Tyler. I would say the Jinx was better. The Jinx was yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, and then I, I went online and was like, what do you do after you've like gone through making a murderer? And then so I started seeing, think, talking about serial. And uh, I hadn't really listened to podcasts. I used to be a big OTR fan, uh, like old time radio, uh, audio books. When I was at work, I wasn't listening to music. I had my headphones in. I was listening to um, like audio books. And so I listened to serial and I was just like blown away. Went through all of the big ones, like Undisclosed, Truth and Justice. And, and I primarily stuck to the true crime because that's where my interest was. And um, Well, now, let's, let's home in on that for just a moment because I was a big true crime person myself growing up mm-hmm. as a boy. I don't know why I was allowed to watch all that stuff. I'm fine. Um, but Bill Curtis, remember A&E, that yes. guy? I would watch him all the time. And uh, all the, I would just be... Complete like a Sunday afternoon, they just have all these murder shows, yeah. and I was completely engrossed in it. And then, yeah, this serial thing happened. Which can we all? It's safe to say serial changed the podcasting landscape. No one is just dispu- most definitely. I feel like yeah. Michael would dispute that. No, I, I'm in complete agreement. Okay, good. James, I'm also in agreement. Sorry, yeah, the comedy world is on side. That's yeah, whenever great. you ask anybody, they always say the first podcast I listened to was serial. Serial was. Yeah. I remember. Uh, who can speak to this? I was at CBC when. Before cereal and uh, BS, we call it, and uh, and we were. I had a podcast where I had breakfast with bands, mm-hmm. and it was doing fine. You know, we had our little podcast hub. We were 
the freaks who got to try stuff out and do stuff. So I had a podcast and it was fine. And then when I switched departments, they were like, we can't figure out podcast. No one listens anymore. And we don't know how to monetize this. So it's done. People still don't know how to monetize their podcast very well. It's true. I don't. They really don't. I don't. Can you help? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but my point is, then Serial happened. So AS. And then uh, it was amazing. Uh, all of a sudden, CBC got right on board. And they're like, oh. And then they made a Serial-like podcast, I believe, right? Called uh, Someone, Someone Knows Someone Something. Someone knows yeah. something. So true crime is my, my point here is that Serial not only changed the podcasting landscape and I think re-injected it yeah. with energy, but it really turned uh, this industry, like this true crime industry seemed to it's, it's, come up. It is a very saturated... Um, it is, right? Yeah, it's the, that particular category. It seems like every week there's another true crime podcast starting. Um, we were lucky. I think we got in at the right time. Um, like I said, it was just me in the beginning. And then my lovely wife, Beck, started getting involved. She, her background is television production. And she said, if you would just listen to me... The show will do great, and I, I, I listened to her, and so uh, yeah. After Beck, our first year, Beck and I went to high school yeah. together, and that's I, how I think we that's met. how I ended up here. That's how that's true. <laughs> it's true, and so yeah, yeah I, I can see yeah. her. So cracking basically, the you're nothing without her. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, she. <laughs> this no, be she, recorded. I'm going to say that you need a you need a vision, right? Yeah. You need some, what did so? What were you doing that that Beck kind of changed okay, because the show she brought in the like she humanized it I was just regurgitating um, every all the information I was finding online I was like you know I would go to the to the news articles and um, you know write my script based on what I could find online mm-hmm. uh, when she got involved she started involving families of victims and uh, giving a voice to the voiceless and it, what she's done has been amazing uh, we in our first after our first year uh, 20 episodes we had a little under three and a half million listens so That's amazing yeah it's pretty insane and now so there, uh, in recent weeks your oh, show yeah. has been profiled on CTV News uh, we were on CTV News Toronto Star did an article on us Toronto Life did an article on us um, all the big the U- murder uh, yeah, press yeah, yeah all, the, all, the, all the murdery stuff Toronto um, Life that seems weird that's where I get all uh, my murder news death podcast yeah. Toronto Life yes. yeah Actually, yeah. it was a very it was a very flattering article. That oh, you no, no, sorry, really I, didn't nice. mean to dis- I didn't mean to um, dismiss your Toronto <laughs> Life profile. I just, just and uh, yeah, we're going to be on uh, your morning uh, Monday morning at seven thirty on CTV. So we're going to be doing so, so, live television. So what do they want to know about? Are they are they coming? Like obviously, it's great. Like I you know, I understand why they'd want to talk to you, but all this mainstream media is talking to you. Can you give us a sense of what their the gist of what their angle is with you guys? Number they, one, they've seen you take yeah. off, right? Number one, we do it in our basement. Everybody seems to be fascinated by it. When the CV, CTV news anchor goes, so there's this Brampton couple, and they're doing it from their basement? Right. So that seems to be a very fascinating point. It's an, under, um, it's an underrated part of the house. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I got a lot done in the basement. Yeah, we had a closet kind of room, storage Talking room. We turned it into a studio. So, yeah. Right. Um, so they wanted they, the, the scrappiness of the production... That yeah. Them, yeah, and and, and also I, I guess you know the fascination is because it's the two of us doing it together, and in the our last well, not the very last one but before that we had we did a three part series on uh, a young man that died at his friend's house under unusual circumstances. It was they said it was a it was a he died of natural causes, yet it was an open investigation for about six years. When we got involved into it, in, in involved with the family, originally we have a we have a sideshow for our Patreon supporters that Beck does called Beyond the Madness, and originally because the mother had been on Nancy Grace, um, she was on Doctor Oz. Well, she was on Doctor Oz after she was with us, uh, worked with us, um, but she had been on a number of Levi Page's uh, show. And so we thought, okay, well, she's had a lot of exposure. I, I, you know, you don't want to keep doing the same case over and over, over again that other people are doing because you want to have, you know, keep it unique. Mm-hmm. And uh, Beck got involved and really got involved to the point where she actually started working with the, the local police captain in Kokomo, Indiana, and got the investigation rolling again. And she, from your basement in Brampton, she was working the with the people in, in Indiana. Brampton. I understand the angle now. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's and uh, and yeah, and then she was on Doctor Oz. Uh, after that, 
And um, yeah, she Beck bridged the communication bridge between the mother so and the law enforcement. Like so Beck brought like a journalistic aspect yeah, to it. Yeah, and, and I'm the voice. And you're the you're the voice. <laughs> well, it's a it's amazing. It's an amazing success story. How about yeah. a hand for Tyler, Alan? All right, congratulations. All right, that's our that's our panel. We're just going to take a quick break uh, right now, and when we return, we'll have more uh, with this podcast summit on Long Night. Thanks for being here, and uh, back with you in a moment. Thank you. We're back. Back at the Transac here uh, for a long night in this uh, podcast summit. Uh, Thanks again for being here. Uh, We touched upon a lot of things there in the introduction. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. But I, I want to open the floor now to anyone who wants to start this uh, line of questioning because I, I feel like we all have, a, as podcast producers and hosts, a unique insight into the production and the, the reality of making podcasts that uh, some people here might not. So why don't we begin by just talking about some um, maybe some misperceptions of the podcast landscape and measures of success. Katie, you were saying that kind of, you know, pointedly, people don't know how to monetize their podcast properly. I'm sure that uh, Michael and James can relate. Um, that's, that seems cruel to... I, uh, I didn't mean to put you on pick the Pick out us. I, I, didn't, mean, I just was thinking... As far as you know, we're making millions a month from our, yeah, from our, from our very what? specific and regional <laughs> podcast about uh, understanding is that Toronto <laughs> real estate. <laughs> My understanding is that the house is quite decrepit, so I don't imagine you're raking it in. At this point, was I? Did I misspeak? Are you doing fine? I mean, we're losing money life. month to month, but right, um, right, right. We're trying to build up to the point where we can at least break even. But I'd like to know, Katie, if you could give us some <laughs> tips on how to make money. Yeah, I'm just curious what you meant by by bringing that up at that point because I, I think it's important. Uh, and I was serious. Like I don't. I've been doing the show for my show for five years, and you know, sometimes it does okay, and sometimes it doesn't. I don't know why. I mean, I know why people don't like me, but <laughs> I'm doing my best. I can't be anyone else. You got to be you, right? You. Oh, well, thanks, Michelle. Michelle loves me. Yes. Um, I guess. I guess the the common misconception that I hear a lot is like people come into podcasting expecting to make money. The reality is, most podcasts not only will get almost no listenership, but will also make no money. You know, majority of podcasts get fewer than 200 downloads per episode. So, to even get into the part of the conversation with a potential advertiser where they're even taking you seriously you've got to be in that top 10 percent, basically of yeah. people who are getting over 2,000 listeners per episode right. so that's a misconception i wish people would clear up and in terms of how to make money you know we've talked about crowdfunding a little bit on patreon um you can approach like a specific advertiser like the caspers the fresh books of the, the world no you mean the mattress company? the mattress company yeah, the endies of the world if we're gonna look at a more canadian mattress company and say hey i've got this podcast you want to underwrite it it's the same thing that we see with underwritten tv shows as well right um just to create kind of more of a branded experience but you know i i always recommend people to just start small and, and tackle like a very niche local um advertiser to say hey do you want to give me like a hundred bucks and i'll put you give you like a 30 second spot on my show yeah or approach a network like antica for example to say hey do you want to 
do all the ad selling for me. I'll keep bringing the great content that I do, and then we'll take commercial breaks, and you'll just insert those ads. Right. No, it's it's true. Tyler, have you had uh, experience other than ad revenue in terms of making money? Like, do you make money elsewhere uh, from the show? You know, well, we're on a network, so do they pay you? Um, well, the advertisers do. They advertise pay. Yeah. yeah. So um, what network are you on? Uh, actually, as of today, we just moved to Wondery. Great. So it's, can anyone uh, tell everyone here what Wondery is exactly? Is that a big deal or not? It's yeah, it's one of the largest uh, digital media I'm not platforms. trying to be sarcastic. The applause lady is laughing at me. <laughs> no, I was just, I mean, there's a general audience. People don't know podcast networks yeah. necessarily. Wondery is a big... I think it was a good question. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's a big know. deal, right? It's, it, it's a remarkably big deal. Right. So, yeah. Um, it just happened today. Sure. So, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, literally, the redirect the redirect happened at ten o'clock this morning. Oh, congratulations! And I was looking at going, making sure that all the episodes were going through. And we were previously with Audio Boom, and uh, it, I mean, it was good. Um, we we got enough ads through it. Right. So, you, so is that the main deal then? Is it ads? What do you guys do for money? You two, James, Michael. I mean, not this. <laughs> no, I mean. I mean, come on. To get, well, I, you mean yes. this show, not this show? Oh, no, 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 no. Why I, the you podcast. Say that to me? I'm the, I welcomed you to my show. No, there no, no. I'm grateful. Oh, your and own I think podcast. Okay. Sorry. I'd like yeah. to apologize for my co-host. You often have to. I know that's the way it works. That's the dynamic. Yeah. Do you do you have like is that your main thing? You get you have some ads sponsors. You don't have any sponsors. No, we don't have any. We we, we no. make fake ones sometimes. You make the fake ones. <laughs> yeah. You also yeah. you guys have a theme song that I would describe as irritating. To Mike the ear. wrote that. Mike to wrote that. To the ear, there's a keyboard sound that. I it's urge very you all to go home and just crank the volume. Well, all you the like way. lo-fi, in, like do you like uh, early guided by voices? Because I, I, I compare I do. it to that kind of thing. No, and, I do. You know, a little tape hiss, a little off-key singing. There's something about the keyboard that is very piercing to my brain when I have earbuds in. All right. Well, get Could some you sing uh, it? beats. Could you sing it? Bicycles, can you play the theme song? No, they don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll it's just the words landlord and tenant repeated twice uh, with a sort of like a yeah, 70s... Depeche Mode. Yeah. Hmm. So if you don't like... Uh, Depeche Mode and Hell, Depeche if Mode I might and say. Guided by Voices guided together. By voices yeah, together. you know, you can... Yeah. Everyone, knows, yeah. everyone knows what those yeah. sound like together, right? <laughs> Michelle, you're on the CBC, so that's a big deal. Uh, and you, you mentioned that... Well, it is a big deal. You guys, and, and Katie was saying it's the biggest podcast network it's there. It's a big deal. So two million downloads you say how does that compare is that a good is that are you doing really well on the network because that's impressive to me yes yeah i mean if you take the true crime podcasts uh someone knows something out of the mix yes then then alone a love story does very well for cbc podcasts and so when compared to them right you can't even compare well we all i think most of us started our podcast from a place of love i don't think we were i mean you want to succeed you want it to resonate were you, was anyone here like fixated on those numbers? Like, cause I, I used to be, I'm competitive and then I would see the numbers. I'd like, I should stop competing. I don't think I'm very competitive here. I'm just going to do the show that makes sense to me. Cause I assume we all, is it fair to say, started doing something out of passion for what we were doing, right? Is that fair? Or was sure. anyone in yes. it to make money and get a lot of downloads? No. No. <laughs> and I mean, does that ever, does any, can anyone speak to feeling, uh, dissuaded from doing this when they see the numbers when they I'm is it, am I just talking about myself right now I think if we didn't is this if it a wasn't therapy session up. for I me I think it's a vanity metric it's a vanity Ooh. metric yeah. what does that mean well I mean that people look at it and they're like it's kind of like looking at the scale in the morning and weighing yourself in the morning versus weighing yourself at night it's like you know I can either choose to live by that scale or I can just live without looking at those numbers and just do it because it makes me happy yeah no there we, you go there you go that that's makes how sense. you should right i mean i have to look at the numbers because that's how cbc yeah <laughs> will I give mean, me another season but um i like i hardly listened actually to any podcasts before and so people are always like well what about you know the way that and i just say my sort of thing was like i'm just gonna make this thing that i want to make like it's a piece of art and i'm just gonna make it and um I don't really care what other people are doing. In pod- I care what you guys are doing. I care what other podcasters are doing. <laughs> we know where Michelle stands on the rest of us. <laughs> no, I care to listen and as a, you know, as a listener, but I don't want to like listen to other podcasts and then make my thing in relation to what other people are doing. This I just do the thing that I want to do. I make the art that I want to make and then and it looked like 
it's it was good. People wanted it. So. Did you? St- so you didn't listen to podcasts very much before. You Only started? song exploder, really, like right. song exploder religiously. But that's because I'm a music uh, person. Did anyone here uh, come into podcasting by being like a hardcore listener, but then find that that dropped down a little bit? That was me. You would Definitely. listen a lot, and then you yep. started making your own. Yeah, I went through. Stop. I went through everything that I could find on Stitcher in, in the genre that I enjoyed, and I. I literally ran out, and that's when I thought, you know what, I'll probably start trying to do this myself. Was it? Did you find that you didn't have time to listen as much? Because oh, you're with my job, own? I can wear headphones all oh, day. Okay. So okay. literally, I put. I, even now, I probably get about six hours a day of listening. Six hours a day yeah. of listening. What's your job? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a telecom technician. So. Oh, cool. So it's a lot so of like I'm, solo. I'm in a yeah. I'm in a big room full of a loud, loud, loud noisy equipment. Uh-huh. So I've got my headphones on and I'm just. It's doing not like thing. you're a paramedic or something. No, no. <laughs> not out saving lives. Okay. I'm listening to Dirty John doing uh, exactly heart operation, <laughs> which is a wondery show. Thank you very much. For Anybody me, have? I listen to people all day long because I'm a radio producer yeah. so it's like that's why I don't listen to a lot of podcasts it's just all day long I listen to interviews and I do interviews and then I cut interviews and I mix interviews right. and so it's like when I go home I just want to listen to music yeah no, and, and, that, and I, had this, I was thinking Katie with this question too like did you because you make so many do you find you listen a bit less I listen to probably more podcasts than you know anyone here do you listen to more than you because I listen did? to them on two times speed so there is, Boo. I don't know, I've got like, I, I have kind of like a monkey mind, so. You listen to other people's podcasts on two times speed? I do, yeah. And then that helps me cut faster because then I'm like cutting, I'm hyper cutting. So when I'm cutting banter and there's a lot of spaces, I take out a lot of spaces. So it sounds a little bit more like what I hear when I listen to other podcasts. Yeah. Well, but then it's that, like does four that drive times. Speed? I know. I, I did that once and I gave my wife a panic attack. Yeah, that, that's she was just like, I, what is going on? It's I, true. When so sometimes my uh, my boyfriend who's in the audience, thanks for coming tonight, Tad. Um, free plug for <laughs> what's his name? Tad. 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 Yeah. He sounds handsome. <laughs> Tad gets a shout out. Yeah. So sometimes he'll like catch me listening to a podcast on my phone. He'll be like, I don't even understand what's happening right now. It'll be right. like I'll be listening to like Sword and Scale or something. It'll be like, and you you listen to Sword and Scale. Another Wondery show. Yes. Yes. Another Wondery show. And it's I gotta get Wondery as a sponsor for this podcast now. Getting a lot of free love, if you ask me. It's almost like when you're working like a retail job or something, and then you get into the point where you're just like rapidly not even looking at your hands when you're restocking cans or something. That's how I think listening to podcasts on two times speed feels. As soon as you start, your brain just like, it catches up. But if you start in the middle of it, you're going to be like, this is way too fast. Right. Can okay. I ask a question? Uh, to the comedy guys? Yeah, yes. <laughs> because we'll like comedy it. is about timing, right? So like, does that like offend you <laughs> to hear that people will no, listen to it doesn't offend me too. it just makes my heart race because I've uh, I, this just this morning by accident I hit the podcast thing to uh, just one and a half times speed and I was like what is happening <laughs> and I thought I was having an that's aneurysm that's my life I've tried one and a quarter yeah and it's like kind of okay but yeah upsetting yeah. You, sure some of us like to hear Joe Rogan speak at his regular speed <laughs> right <laughs> is, is one and a quarter actually an option yeah. Do you have I, an Android? Have I've no, never I have seen that. Downcast. What's that? That sounds it's sad. It's a podcast app. Um, <laughs> it costs a dollar. Why? Because Why? it's better than the the Apple Podcast I app. Have the po- I think stinks. I have the Pocket Cast app now. I paid for the Pocket Cast app. Oh, okay. See, it's pretty. It's better organized. I've never used anything but the the same Apple one. I don't know why people use it. Try anything. Downcast. My no, opinion. thanks. I don't have a dollar to spare for one this. Touche. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say try downcast. Just I as mean, a way, I just, just as think a sentence, it's good. It's weird. Try being downcast try just, for just once. Try being downcast. Well, what do you got? You get, you just use the regular yeah. podcast yeah. app. That thing sucks. Is downcast the pod app developed by System of a Down? <laughs> yes. That their brand. I think that's the, the show. Actually, we were talking about <laughs> various things just a moment ago, and I can't remember what they are. Can we open the floor to uh, challenges? Can I, can I ask oh. you a question before we do that? Yeah. When you. Is your Breakfast with Bands podcast still online? No, they erased my existence from okay. the network. Did you ever? Much. I'm sorry to hear that, but did you ever have Breakfast with Moist? <laughs> did I have ever have Breakfast with the Band Moist? Yes. I did not have Breakfast with the Band Moist. Right. Why do you? 
Well, I have no further questions. Question. Just a comedy word. Just a big David Usher fan? Is that what well, that was? Well, there was a pair of us here on stage. Yeah. Do you really? Did you actually like Moist, the band? Hell yeah. Leave it alone again tonight. Silver. That was good, right? Bicycles will back me up on that. I don't think they will. Okay, well. Have you heard them? Maybe they should. Glycerine? Or, no, yeah, that was Resurrection. Uh, Black Black Heart. Hello. Solo career. Thanks for listening to Moist Cast, everyone. How did this happen? It's a wondery show. <laughs> it's a wondery show. There you go. Good Lord. I did want to ask about the advertiser uh, is. challenges <laughs> that you face uh, with your shows. If you find that... This is not really a question, I don't think, because everyone here seems to be doing so fucking well. Uh, but are there challenges for you in this landscape, an oversaturated podcast landscape? I know, Tyler, you were saying there's a billion things in yeah, your field. but Our challenge is time. Time? Yeah, because I've got a full-time job, and... Uh, we have four children living with us, so it's it's pretty much nine thirty, ten o'clock when they go to bed, and we're just giving it to like one o'clock in the morning. You should try to live your life in one and a quarter time. Uh, if faster. I could do that, yeah, that yeah. probably would work out better for you. You'd yep. be done everything. Yeah, yeah, I could probably get time. a lot more done. It is crazy how much like how much I it takes me so long to make an episode of my show. Do you make your shows by yourself, Michelle? Yes. Well, you have your two of us, but you have the two, two people. people. Yeah, and it yep. takes a long but time. But I. Veronica's I mean, great. I wrote it all. Oh, that's right. I'm the writer, and then I perform. Yeah. It's quite performative because I knit. Like I'm, I'm not just reading it. I'm like, I'm giving it. And yeah, 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 Like yeah. you what? know, and then I mix it. I edit it. I I write some of the music for it. Um, all the photography and things that are on yeah. the social feed is all mine. Like, is it like a full? It's the full Michelle. These things are like one or two person operations often, and I find mine to be quite time consuming. Uh, you guys. The landlord people? Yeah, just does. Mike edits it. And yeah. I, edit, and I, I also write, uh, I, I compose the theme song as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I edit it. I think it sounds kind of like Guided by Voices and... Depeche Mode. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it takes, I don't know, it takes me like two and a half hours to edit a one hour two episode. Two and a half hours, yeah. 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 And I try and do it standing up. At the do you have a stand-up desk? No, I just put it on the kitchen counter. <laughs> Good for you, Is Mike. that for your back or... Yeah, because if you... Uh, Are you yeah, making just, this up? I have two, no, no, I stand to do it. I yeah. have two stand-up desks. It's great. Really? I don't it's have good a, for my back. Anyway, right? too I much information about down. me. You produce on your back <laughs> yes. at two times the speed. I don't produce at two times the speed. I listen oh, at two times the speed. Oh, you listen at two times the speed. Okay. I produce at like 0.25 times the speed. Okay. Yeah. We've talked a lot about speed and yeah. velocity, but I, I am curious about, uh, you, you know, you, you're in... Uh, do you find that you're... Your field, your your uh, category, your podcast category is as busy as Tyler's, for instance. Like, like Canadian history. You yeah, mean? yeah, the Canadian <laughs> history <laughs> podcast category. Is that no. even a thing? I don't no. think that's a thing. What are you under, actually? Like, what is society your, and culture? Society, what does that mean? Society I don't know. and culture. I mean, I guess history that's is a, a facet of society. Yeah. We're in society and culture. As is well. it yeah. is it a tough marketplace, so to speak? Well, it's pretty crowded because it's such a wide category to fall under, right? That's yeah. where I, th- I think all the comedy podcasts fall under, right? Well, I think there's a uh, dedicated there? comedy yeah, There's a comedy category. category. No, comedy has its own yeah. category. And but it's Canada. a catch-all for like semi-funny interviewee ones, right? Yeah, that's... Well, yeah. Like, like Alec Baldwin? Yeah. You see in comedy? He shouldn't be. <laughs> Shots fired from the comedy world. Oh, God. Oh, God. If he hears this... Uh, yeah, he doesn't hear anything, I don't think. Okay, uh, and Michelle, your sh- your shows is it like the best doing the best of all the shows about a woman that has a terrible life and then <laughs> is suddenly okay? What's the nature of the show again? But I, I think that's no. Anyway, your show's doing well. It's doing well in its realm. Okay, I think I, I have challenges. Uh, do you have challenges? I was gonna say like, did you finish that memoir that you were talking yes. about? Yes. No. So yeah, it, I wrote a whole book. Yeah, no, I'm proud of you. Oh, That's no, great. No, 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 no you don't have I, to be proud of me. I but but that means that there's a finite life to the podcast, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it's weird because I mean, what I wrote chronologically ends like the book ends in 2015, but it's like really a living document. So I don't know. You're still so, alive. Yeah, I am. So still oh, so it continues. It. You could. Uh, so often there are like, fl- like I do a lot of flash forwards and flashbacks. I loved the TV program Lost, apparently. <laughs> yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, so sometimes I'm now. This is what I mean about the performing aspect of it, that I, I wasn't prepared for how much of a workout it is every time I go in the studio yeah. because it's like I'm narrator, 
voice, and then I'm inside my head voice, and then I'm inside my head drunk voice, and then I'm dialogue me, and then I'm dialogue everyone else's dialogue. Do you I have do. an acting background? Like, kind of. I mean, high school plays and things like I that. I don't think that counts. I Does that count? <laughs> no, that is not an acting background. It doesn't count, I don't I think. Basically, right? No, I've been on CBC my whole adult right. life, so yeah. I mean, I basically I think it counts. There. Pardon? I think it counts. The high, think school it counts? high school acting? Why not? Bit. That's what just, everyone's glory days were, right? I was just making a joke. I was no, a pink lady in Greece. <laughs> I can see that actually. That makes What's sense to saying? me. Yeah. No. Anyway. My, so there are challenges. There are challenges. So yeah. I didn't know I had to be an actor in right. a real story because otherwise you could just read it and then it would just be a book on tape. But that's yeah. fucking boring. It's right? a very lively show, if I might say. Your uh, show. Thank you. I really like it. Yeah. Okay. We have to take another quick break before we wrap up. So we're going to take another short break and we'll be back with you in just a moment. Thanks again for being here. At Long Night. Creative Control is brought to you by the home audio experts at Planet of Sound. Get everything you need to make your records and TVs sound their best, plus join their Record of the Month Club to save 15% on a new vinyl album or classic reissue delivered straight to your door. Planet of Sound stores are located in Ottawa and Toronto, and for more info, visit planetofsoundonline.com so you can start listening to life the way it was meant to be heard. We are back on Long Night, and uh, we have to wrap up our podcast summit. Have you guys enjoyed yourself in the audience? I, uh, I have too. Thanks to uh, you guys for being on this panel. I, uh, I appreciate the conversation. Um, I want to just uh, go around the panel. First of all, Katie, are you eating an Easter cream egg yeah. on stage? <laughs> That's why I was late because I went to Rexall to buy a cream egg. You were late for the taping. <laughs> why... Are they I, that yummy? They're so good. I haven't had one yet this year. Well, I thought I'm, I wanted one. I'm glad we could document that yeah. on the show. It's really now, good. I thought we would go around the panel. We'll, maybe we we'll, won't start with Katie because she's got a cream egg in her mouth. But um, I just want you to each sort of plug your show by, you know, tell people where they can learn about it and, and listen to it. And also, if you have anything um, to preview, uh, you know, anything you want to tell us about what's coming up on your shows, uh, please do. And, and Tyler, do you want to start us off? Okay, uh, we're of course on iTunes, uh, Stitcher. What's your network again? Uh, Wondery. Okay. Anyway, it's good, um, good for you. Yeah, so, uh, we're on every major podcast platform, um, yep. Spotify, everything. Uh, Minds of Madness Podcast dot com is our website. Uh, do I have anything to plug? No. Well, you just did a bunch of yeah, plugging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You were just, I think I got it covered. You were talking about your podcast. Oh yeah, a second ago. Yeah, that's right. But we do this what's coming up next? Thing. Do you have an episode that you want to talk about? Um, or do you say? Oh, actually, yeah. Well, normally you kind of keep it in because you're always worried about you know somebody else doing it before you. I somebody would say else probably doing a murder podcast. Are they, doing do doing the case off? that you're working on. Do they rip? Oh, do they rip? Do you get ripped off? Like this? Your show? I wouldn't call it ripped it's off. More of a scooping thing. Yeah, you just want to. You want to be journalism. Yeah. Sometimes you want to be the first out of the gate with some. Oh, some I see. Things. Okay, okay. Um, Fresh blood. We're we're doing this uh, story on uh, a mother who lost her daughter. The husband uh, went to went to jail for I think it was five years. He admitted uh, that she died, and he uh, buried her body on a island, but wouldn't tell local law enforcement where the body was. We suspect we know. Well, the mother knows. Um, where her daughter's body might be. And through our contacts, we have uh, access to a woman who has cadaver dogs. And we are going to try and get the cadaver dogs to the, to the land and, and search for the, for the mom's body. So, or sorry, the mom's body, her daughter's body. So that's probably the biggest one right now. Oh, and I should say one more th- other thing to plug. Uh, we're developing a TV series. Uh, that just happened. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot about that one. Yeah, I'm just um, amazed that you turned that story around. Yeah, so yeah. that by the end people were clapping and cheering. Yeah. In my spare time, I'm going to get these cadaver dogs to go yes. down and find a child's yeah. body. 
by the way, we're going to be on TV. <laughs> don't miss us. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, that, I don't even, I, 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 my brain is actually going at two no, times speed right I now. I understand. It's, it can be intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> I, so. I, I'm a parent. I couldn't, you're a parent too. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it difficult to make this show with all the horribleness? It's awful, and and um, we have we have a deal at home that I will not listen to the show or any other podcasts while the kids are around. Sure, we have had you know I was cooking in the kitchen, it was playing, and then one of the girls is having nightmares. So you have to you have to really you know be mindful of that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, they are aware of of certain cases that we work on, um, and 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 have a vested interest. Certainly, when we're working with the families. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah. I mean, again, this is right now. This is a hobby, basically. Like you're doing this in your spare time. Uh, the show, I mean. For me, it's it's my second job. Right. Uh, Beck is now working on the show full time. Oh, good. Three okay, to great. three to four days a week. All right, Tyler. Congratulations again, and check out Minds of Madness. Michelle. Yes. Can you talk about where people can learn more about your show and listen to your show? Yeah, it's called Alone: A Love Story. You have it postcards. It looks like this. I have postcards. I'm doing so many things wrong with my show. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> not, no, that's like, good. Yeah, it's called Alone, A Love Story. You can find it anywhere you get your podcasts. You can go to cbc.ca slash alone, where I have like more like stories behind the stories and a ton of stuff about music, because there's a lot of stuff about music yeah. in this uh, story. And yeah, season two comes out April 4th. All 10 episodes of season two will be binge released. So if you want to subscribe, that would be awesome. And you can listen to the first season to get up to speed on what's going on. Nice. So you will know what's going on with the sex and alcohol season, which is season two. And uh, <laughs> you should listen to it. The Atlantic named it one of its best podcasts of 2017. Oh, congratulations. And that was a big deal for me. Uh, Good for you. Because it's the Atlantic. That's amazing. Yes. Good for you. So, there you go. Congratulations. And if you want a postcard, they're in my pocket. Nice. All right. Come see Michelle for a postcard. Okay, we move down the line here. So the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, we have new episodes every Monday. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, Google Play if anyone uses that. I don't know if anyone does. I think someone does. Someone does. I do. Linda, do. our applause right. lady, does. Right. Hey, cool. Great, great. Yeah. Um, our next episode, uh, the guest is uh, uh, one of the co-hosts of the Beaverton on the Comedy Network, Miguel Rivas. Oh, he's, he's alumni on show. Very funny. Oh, okay. And he plays, a, uh, he plays himself and also a germaphobe uh, uh. tenant in the building. And um, Split Siders podcast reviews once put us under the regular podcast reviews <laughs> under the shows we're also listening to and just put yeah. the name of the podcast. So pretty good. Yeah. And uh, thank you. And uh, we're going to do a live show soon, but we don't know when yet. But oh, follow okay. us at, at LT Podmess on Twitter. Nice. Okay. Now, um, how does you. one get on your show? Oh, you want to? Hey. I just. Let's do it. Fire us off an email. Can I send you an email? I, yeah. would, I wouldn't mind if Katie was on your show. Oh, sure. okay. I also she's think funny. Katie should be. She's I funny. Think Michelle and eating her here. Easter cream every- eggs. <laughs> and like, I'm a very good tenant. neighbor. Maybe we'll something. redo it, except we'll be the moderators. It'll be way more badass. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I I had no plan. I just thought we'd come up here and everything would work itself out. I was wrong. All right. So uh, did you plug where to go at the show? Yeah, at LT Pod Mess on Twitter, okay. and we also have a Facebook fan page on there. Okay, Michael and James, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. And last but not least over here, having just completed a tasty chocolate egg. That's true. My, now I'm going to make all those weird mouth sounds like... Yeah, I'll edit them out. Don't you hate I'll that? I'll put them through a filter. Anyway, Katie? <laughs> Katie? Uh, you, well, I'm very excited about the next two episodes of Secret Life of Canada because we did this crazy double recording session last week. And that's because Phelan is now directing a play in Victoria and Leah's going to be traveling to Alberta. So we did this like eight hour recording session. And one of the next episodes is about the secret life of Canadian snacks. So we basically made this giant feast and just binge ate all these disgusting foods. But being the producer, like I got I got to like listen to those sounds in my headphones. And also we drank a fair amount of Canadian drinks. Um a lot of alcohol, but it's very funny. It's it's. I can't wait to edit it. It's gonna. I was crying most of the day from laughing so oh, much. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, 
You can visit us at thesecretlifeofcanada.com and you can support us on Patreon. Right now we're independent, so um, I post a lot of bonus stuff that doesn't make it into the episode for people who support us at $20 a month on Patreon. So there's, if you're like a diehard fan, you can listen to all this really funny stuff, really heartwarming stuff that doesn't make it in. And uh, yeah, check it out. Thanks for listening. Katie Jensen, everybody. All right, well, we're pretty much done. Uh, my name's Vish, and I host Creative Control with Vish Khanna, which is the show that these people are on right now, and you're on it now, too. Yeah. It's available on all the uh, podcast platforms, and I'd like to thank all my sponsors and the listeners and CFRU 93.3 FM and the Long Winter Crew and uh, all of you for being here tonight. And uh, please subscribe and listen to my show and follow me on Twitter at Vish Creative and at Vish Khanna and uh, I will talk to you very soon. How about a hand for all of you for being here. Make some noise for the bicycles. We'll talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.